Blog Talk Radio. Hello everyone, ladies and gentlemen, all around the world, stay tuned, we are taking over your airwaves, in three, three, two, two, one, one, conservative talk show host the left hates Romeo Hill on the Romeo show call him now at 516-666-9806 and it all starts now it's time to crank it up well ladies and gentlemen thank you for joining the Romeo show I am your host Romeo we are glad to have you today is Tuesday August 31st 2021 and boy do we got a lot to talk about but before we do we would like to remind you guys that we Definitely appreciate you guys to join the conversation. So call us in at 516-9806 or... Do you enjoy the inventive and enthusiastic audio craziness of the Romeo Show? Is your mind engaged by the brain pounding you get from Scott Hum on rightwingmedia.net radio? If you do like these shows, email us at producers at rightwingmedia.net to send us a message. That's producers at rightwingmedia.net. We're standing by right now to read what you have to say. I'm just an electronic announcer. What else do I have to do? Well, thanks, but boy, do we got a lot to talk about. But we have my friend Josh Lifto here, who is going part of rightwingmedia.net. How are you doing, Josh? I am doing good. How about yourself this beautiful I'm, day? I'm doing fantastic. We got a lot to talk about. And boy, we got to talk about this. Biden right now uh, made us. Here's a little segment from CNN Politics. President Joe Biden on Tuesday offered a vigorous defense on his decision to withdraw U.S. troops from Afghanistan, or, yeah, defeating the chaotic withdrawal from Kabul a day after the last American military plans left the country, making the conclusion of the U.S. longest war nearly 20 years after it began. And here's what he stated. My fellow Americans in Afghanistan is now over. Biden said the White House makes a symbolic moment was long overdue. I'm the fourth president who have faced the issue whether and when to end this war. When I was running for president, I made a commitment to American people that I would end this war today. I have honored that commitment. I don't think Joe Biden has honored anything other than just possibly maybe he just honored himself to buy more chocolate ice cream. I don't know. And so, so to be honest, Josh, do you really think Joe Biden able to comprehend how to deal with this war situation? I mean, he, he, the only thing he knows is his favorite ice cream, which is chocolate. But do you really, Josh, think that he's able to comprehend what he's doing or no? Well, of course not. I mean, crying out loud, you, you see him with caskets being brought off a plane, him checking his watch after every casket. Like, I, he doesn't know what's going on. He doesn't even know what to do at this point. And, and you brought up a good point, but let's talk about this. Joe Biden has made commitments to do things, but while the Taliban are still out there killing many innocent people from their own country and from other countries that are, you know, of the Eastern country. 
uh, more bombings, more destructions going on. And Joe Biden's sitting here taking his administration is taking this very uh, non-serious point where self was like a complete yeah. moron. And I don't think that Joe Biden what what he's supposed to do. But here's another thing. Jenny, Jenna Raggedy Ann has also done called speeches in her own words, trying to deliver help ease people's mind. No big deal. But of course, Jenna, we know this is a big deal because this is American people that we are talking about. Military men and women that are fighting for our country. But yet, Jenna, like Biden's doing, Josh, and I want to hear real quick, but before we do, Jenna is making the same thing that Biden's doing by only taking pre-checked questions, and as also Biden's doing that as well. What do you think about this, Josh? I mean, I think this is completely a disgrace for for any U.S. politician. What, what's your thought on it, Josh? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, um, it's kind of weird. Uh, she's been known to have loose lips, and now she's kind of catching herself. Um I know I read this to you earlier. I hope I can read this again. This is from the whitehouse.gov, by the way, and this is from their press briefing uh, literally yesterday. The question was just last question, and I'll share it to the next person. Is the U.S. more or less safe today than we were before the Taliban took over? Jen Psaki answered with, well, again, we are not going to do anything that's going to allow terrorists to grow or prosper in Afghanistan or any terrorist organization. That continues to be the president's commitment and his order to the to his U.S. military over the past several days. And the actions that CENTCOM have announced show that he's going to deliver on that promise. Now, yeah, he – I mean, I'm sure he doesn't even know what's going on. She's trying to ease people's minds of – Hey, we're not there, but we're trying. I mean, it's weird that they're saying they're they're saying his military, and they're also saying they're not going to allow terrorists to grow or prosper in Afghanistan or any terrorist organization. That's kind of weird because if we're not there, how are we going to stop that? Well, and you know what's funny question because they claim that they don't want. Taliban or uh, AKA ISIS K, good pun. I hope that that was perfect, organic. But if you, you know, here's the thing they want Taliban to rise, they want Taliban to be number one. Because think about it this way China already is owed $1.8 trillion or more. Again, we've discussed this numerous times on this show, and even on my if you guys are watching, jo thank you for joining the Romeo Show. If you do want to call in, 516-696-9806. We'd love to have you guys join the conversation. But we've talked about this numerous times on how Joe Biden doesn't care that the Taliban is growing or becoming really mean and vicious and vile. Joe Biden wants them to do that. But you were saying something, Joe, um, about Joe Biden having next Bilderberg or deeper connections, and I want to hear that. So I'm going to let you go ahead, Josh, without any interruptions on my side, but please do read that because I think that our audience should know what's going on, yeah. and this is a big topic because today we are having more problems, and Donald Trump, we got to be honest here, Donald Trump would have more 
to make this go away faster and more quicker and quieter than Joe Biden. Joe Biden's dragging this on, and it's like beating a dead horse. But go ahead, Josh, and please uh, read read what you were reading to me a little bit earlier. Yeah, so I want to go ahead and mention this. Um, you have this problem right now of all we've been talking about for the past couple of weeks is Afghanistan. And, you know, mm-hmm. the, the touch on the hurricane, maybe just a hair. Well, of course, something else is going on because that's, that's – now, Bilderberg, for those of you who don't know how to spell that, B-I-L-D-E-R-B-E-R-G. You can look at this information yourself from their actual official website. Uh, and it's, it doesn't really go into detail, but I do want to mention – a lot of the people that attend these meetings. Yeah, real quick, yeah. Jeff, can you tell us what is the Bilderberg? Because there are some people out there that don't know what the Bilderberg is, and you know they're not going to have any clue what it is or what it pertains to, and how does it pertain to the government? Maybe tell the audience a little bit about what the Bilderberg is, so that we know. Yeah, of course. Um, yeah. So originally they were created in 1954. Um, uh, people from all around the world, basically representatives from <laughs> economic, social, political, cultural fields. They were all invited, and originally, supposedly, they were to try and prevent a, another world war. Um, now, how well that's working now, I don't know. Because So if you look at their official website, you can look at their meetings. And these are meetings that have been from 2019 and earlier, and a lot of the stuff's kind of weird to me. They just briefly touch on the topic. They don't talk about anything else. A lot of the people who attend these meetings are, I believe it's only around 150 people, but it's people from governments from all around the world. You got mm-hmm. bankers. You got business owners. You have even just parties. Um, one of them being a, uh, you know, you have left right wing parties there. These people, they're just something's off about that. The fact that you have people showing up, I mean, you can even find their board of people, and these are from 2019. You have all their participants. I mean, like I said, you got party leaders, government officials, you have, um, trying to find it right now you have literally companies there representatives from companies and that, that should be worrisome the fact that these people are able to get in there and be there and have a say for all around the world that, that's that's kind of weird i mean you would think if it deals with preventing another world war it would be government that's it and they would talk to people, you know, they would tell people, hey, this is what we're doing to try and prevent this. Not just say, okay, here are the topics from these years, and we have all these people from all over the world, from everything from government to companies to parties. It, it's just, it's weird. I mean, you even have investors there. Investors, these people put their own money into the economy. How does that have anything to do with preventing a world war? So, I mean, there, there's more going on than what we see. You know, um, it, it's this whole game, and this tactic's been done for years, well, centuries throughout war. 
they say, hey, look over here while we go. Do-. And it's basically deception. Um, for instance, World War II, you look at the uh, D-Day in Normandy. Mm-hmm. We, we tricked them to think, hey, we're going to be over here. But then we hit them over there. So they, they don't – it's been done in war for so long. It happens in governments. And Bilderberg, I mean, the fact that they have an official website is kind of weird, if you ask me. And then you can look at their Wikipedia, uh, uh, what people say on Wikipedia about them. Do I trust Wikipedia? Not really, because um, that stuff can be, you know, changed. But I mean, there's some stuff in there that's like, wait, what? I mean, there's speculation from both sides because they're so secretive. And my honest opinion, they're more secretive than the Illuminati. Let's be honest here. The fact that only a hundred—it's crazy. Well, and you know the thing there, Josh, that you you mentioned very cleverly was that the Bilderberg has their own website, and most like the Illuminati, as we know, and the high-end government secrecy stuff like that. Is normally does not have it promoting their own stuff, but they don't have information normally typically out there, right? So it's it's kind of a catch twenty two yeah. if you think about it, and and pretty soon we're going to get to a point where we're going to have all this information leaked out, and they're not going to be able to hide it no more. But until then, they're just kind of want everyone to guess what we're doing, and. And I don't really agree. I don't agree with it at all because our government, it, again, our constitution says we should not fear the government. The government should fear us, we the people. But uh, real quick though, Josh, I do want to yeah. get a uh, another journalist point of view. My buddy Scott, which um, I want to talk to him about this, and I'm. We'll get back to you real quick here, Josh, because Scott, what do you think about this? I mean. The Bilderberg having their own website? What do you think, Scott? Scott? We can't hear you, Scott. Okay. Well, yes, Scott might not be there. I don't know. But um, I have a Is the caller there? Yeah. I, I, I really wish the caller was there. But anyway, let's try again with Scott. Uh, Scott, are you there? Yes, I am now. Oh, the caller is there. Thank you, Bill Bug. Answer asking that hundred dollar question. But what do you think about this, though, Scott? Well, I just want to mention uh, we are trying to cite, you know, where we get our stories. We're not reading whole bunches of them, etc., and we're not extensively quoting. But it's something that has really hit everywhere. I mean, you've got. Um, in, in fact, I was just kind of very proud of it when I went to RightWingMedia.net today. Uh, to do some updating, I found we're almost a thousand views for the month, which is really cool. But there are some stories that are disturbing that are caused. And for example, like money going to the Taliban uh, from the Biden administration, uh, the new tragically pathetic meme of Biden ha- looking at his watch during a memorial service for the soldiers who were killed. Uh, it's it's just whacked out and you do have, you know, to what degree the 
Illuminati, the Bilderberg, whatever you want to call it, the deep state controlling Biden. I mean, glad somebody's doing it, actually, in, in all comic sense here. He can't control himself and he can't even control Jen Psaki to give a uh, straight answer on much of anything either during her press conference. Well, and the biggest problem we have, excuse me, is not only Joe Biden not being able to answer anything, but take questions that are pre-checked for they're able to ask him that. And, and none in presidential history that I could account for ha that has ever been done, only during the Joe Biden administration. But what I find really crazy is that the same with Raggedy Ann or Jen Passat is, is that they're, they both are relatively the same. They both don't know what they're doing. They're just puppets. Do you think or agree with possibly Josh's theory that maybe the Bilderberg and the whole deeper government conspiracy could be a truth? I mean, I think Alex Jones talked about this kind of. What's your say on that? Of course. I mean, that would be an understatement. I mean, the kicker really is now what are, and I forget the news source. Uh, it was it was actually a tier two journalism outlet. I forget the uh, uh, where it was, uh, but they were suggesting that Biden is just uh, letting the war fizzle out so that, in fact, uh, no, I was, actually, it was you and Josh I was talking to before the broadcast. You guys brought this up in our before-the-show conference. The, and it's a relevant suspicion that they're trying to take public scrutiny away from them and put it on Afghanistan or put it on uh, Ida or Rhoda or whatever the hell that storm was going through anything but to scrutinize the Bidens, you know? It, it, I think you guys are on to something. Well, I, I think it's maybe a little bit deeper than that. I think it's just that Biden, here's a theory. This is my general theory. So far, we've had Biden all over long. We've had him, and we've only had him for one term so far. Thank God. Right, uh, of course. Mm -hmm. Joe Biden is mm -hmm. not going to last two terms. We already get this. So, what the biggest crazy part about this is: is it possible? And it, this is where I think it is possible that this is just smokescreen. This is just something right now that is being done to make Biden look good, so that Biden doesn't have to walk away in shame. Because, of course, the Democrats voted Trump out because they didn't like Trump. But now that they have Biden, that's dropped pretty exponentially low, bottom of the barrel, where now nobody really wants Biden. And even the Biden thumpers and the Biden cultists believers don't even want him now. They, they are looking at Biden as, okay, he's the most problematic president that we've had yet. So why... Why did we vote for this moron? Complete utter moron. Was, well, that's an easy question. I mean, it's like one of the old, uh, what do you call it, uh, explanations of the way TV programming worked. And this was in the days, uh, let's say the 80s on back, when there were only a handful of TV stations in each network. We didn't have extended cable. We didn't have satellite, etc. And the theory is called least objectionable program. In other words, people in 
any town, whatever, would watch at the very least unless they had something special going on or some really great uh, music special or some big, deep, in-depth news special. They'd watch the least objectionable program. Well, there's a kind of political side to it where not just the least objectionable candidate wins, but but there is some term for it, and it's kind of that way because – Trump was positioned very negative, and Biden he could he could have been he could have uh, had Jen Psaki who has you know she has a, a couple of degrees I think a master's in communication arts and literature and and her bachelor's and something like that and so she could have planned the whole election and muddled through and all the PR would have been run through her she they and they would have got the same result it's just that they had positioned trump so badly it doesn't mean that biden is entirely the least objectionable president he certainly hasn't become that way now but uh, he at that point was about the almost best president boy that's pathetic well and you know what's even more pathetic is that the people it, it says here on Fox News that Biden pins partial blame on Trump during first address and let on uh, first address to the nation since Afghanistan to withdraw. But let's read this. President Joe Biden addressed nation um, uh, Tuesday afternoon for the first time since American troops withdraw from Afghanistan and pinned partial blame on formal President Trump. Well, of course, we know that the Democrats are going to blame Trump because that's their means. They don't want to take blame on anything but nothing at all, but take as little blame, none as much as possible, just so that they can stop from believing all this. Well, this is great. You know, we're, we got a president now that's not a racist that didn't put kids, kids in cages and stuff like that. You know they're they're putting blame on him because guess why? Because when when Trump left office, Trump already had exposed the situation that was already going to happen. But I think was just getting tired of it. Trump was getting tired of being bashed, and Trump wanted America to to basically lay in the bed that they made with the bad decisions that they made by voting out pedophile old man that doesn't know. How to deal with America's situations, and you could tell very. I mean, kind of something that possible because I think it's more likely that Trump just he didn't want to go, but doing it just to prove the point that he made that if okay, if you guys want to see the difference between what good and bad is, then I'll let you do it. And he let that that's a possibility. Of course, definitely. But the kicker right now is we've got. 13 serve dead. We've got contract who are missing or are presumed to be dead. We've got, uh, what is it, uh, about 2,000 to 3,000, I think Josh was mentioning it before, pieces of military equipment, not just Humvees and so on, that are sitting in, in Afghanistan and conveniently uh, have been disabled. Gee, how very convenient. I don't, I don't really believe the uh, the Biden administration on much of anything of what they're saying as of late. In fact, let's put it this way: you could probably 
look at your watch and count the number of lies and mistruths and uh, omissions that come out of that office on a regular basis. Could wow. That? Oh, no. But before we go on break, let's talk about this, Scott, before I bring uh, Josh back, because you, you were saying that a whole bunch of service members died and yeah. contractors supposedly killed. I don't yeah. think this is coincidental. I, I think this is purposefully done by the Democrats because and coming from a conservative side, I would have to put my head elsewhere and really think hard about this, kind of go beyond my normal thinking capacity of why they would do this. And to me, I think the only answer that comes into my head is because they don't want – Anybody exposing what is being done, they don't care how many bloodsheds are done. They just want things done their way. Is it possible, Scott, that that could be the logical, reasonable answer? Absolutely. I mean, because let's put a well-oiled government. Okay, let's just imagine. Let's go back a year or two to the Trump administration, and you're going to be bombing Kabul. So. You're going to tell me that you are not going to be able to get the message out to all your troops in time so that there would be zero death? No. That, that, no. that mystifies me that, you know, that it's that sloppy. The other thing is you'd mentioned earlier, Romeo, the uh, other, uh, well, the hostilities that uh, Biden administration has towards journalists and, and so on, especially um, – the tier one media, uh, the White House correspondents, Peter Ducey, especially. Um, well, yeah. there was another president who did uh, have that. In fact, he put them on an enemies list, and that was Richard Nixon in the 1970s, um, 50, 60 years ago. Yeah, I remember that guy, Tricky Dick, the lawyer from California, who, yep. you know, did some really bad things against the Democrats that year of his second election and got caught and found out and yet continued to lie. Likewise, this Biden is not Republican. We don't no, we he, trust him less because he's Democrat. And how long is he going to continue to lie? Oh, and it's and it's simple. But uh, we got to take a quick break. But show, Scott, I hope you will stick around till the end of the show because we're going to have to hear your opinions. But uh, this is just incredible with what's going on. And Again, we appreciate that everyone calls in. So if you want to call in, the number is 516-666-9806. Or join my YouTube channel, Romeo Hill. You are listening to Romeo Hill. Well, I'm Joe Biden, and I'm just going to go get my chocolate ice cream. We'll be back here after a minute. They said meth would help me get through my exams. Totally safe. I could party all night. It would help me forget my problems. He said he'd love me forever. They said I wouldn't get hooked after the first hit. They lied. They lied. He lied. Find out the truth. The truth about drugs. Drugfreeworld.org. Drugfreeworld.org. According to the Oxford English Language Dictionary, cyberbullying is the use of electronic communication to bully a person, typically by sending messages of an intimidating or threatening nature. 
This definition doesn't differentiate about the age, education level, or even the emotional or experiential levels of a person receiving these types of words, images, or videos. Cyberbullying is bullying. And because the internet travels across state lines, bullying someone online can be legally viewed as a federal offense. And based on the situation, cyberbullying can be remedied under civil or criminal law. And oftentimes, based on the actual and potential degree of harm, most U.S. states, Canadian provinces, and many countries have also made special efforts to address this growing issue. In fact, cyberbullying is often viewed as a form of criminal harassment. Research indicates that persistent bullying can lead to or worsen feelings of isolation, rejection, exclusion, and despair, as well as depression and anxiety, which can contribute to suicidal behavior. Interestingly, according to StopBullying.org, incidents of cyberbullying are often part of a complex interaction. While there might be one ringleader, bystanders may be involved as well. Usually, these accomplices can be legally viewed as being just as guilty as the principal person, or persons, who are committing unwanted aggressive behaviors online. If you or a loved one has been affected by cyberbullying, don't ignore it. Reach out to the platform that has hosted the cyberbullying exchange. These entities have the names, account information, times, and even the ISP addresses of those involved, and are able to take the appropriate action against those accused. This includes various sanctions from their business, including account termination. And while they have, and can use this user information to bring cyberbullying to a stop on their platforms once it's reported, you have the power before you even click for help. Don't try to fight cyberbullies alone, and don't empower them in allowing their attempts to ruin your life. Cyberbullying is bullying, and this online viciousness stops with you. Message from the Weird Media Network, Video Fun Southwest, RightWingMedia.net and the station. And we are back live with the Romeo Show. If you would like to call in, we always appreciate the calls. The number is 516-666-9806. And we are live, Romeo Hill. We've got some comments. Before we continue, I'd like to read some comments that were very interested, you know, kind of very interesting and piqued my curiosity, if you will. We have um, one that says, how do we know, Romeo, that stuff that's left over in Taliban are truly disabled? And how do you know that they're not just saying that, if you will, to calm us down? Good question, but maybe Josh could help us answer that question. Josh, would you like to uh, elaborate a little bit on, on that question, kind of the comments that were put up there on the YouTube channel? Yeah, of course. Um, so last I heard, the Taliban now has $86 billion worth of military equipment from the U.S. and from the stuff that we gave the Afghanistan government. Mm-hmm. Now, from there, from what I've heard from a military official, that there's a little over 150 military vehicles and aircraft that are quote-unquote – now, how true that is, we don't know. But I can say this for sure. If China goes over there, they can get them operation, not hard. I mean, if you think about it, you have police departments that get MRAPs and you know stuff like that that aren't fully functional. They don't even get a handbook to figure out, and they figure it out quite easily. I mean, that's just the hard reality of it is that – if the police department can figure it out, China can figure it out. I mean, they make quite a bit of things that we have here, 
And I'm sure the Taliban figure it out. They're not they're not dumb. They really aren't. No, they're not. But Josh, you and I were talking a little bit earlier about more stuff on um Josh, I take it that you're not at liberty to um disclose the identity of your source. Is that correct? Yes, I cannot disclose that source at this moment. Okay. But Going back to what we were talking about earlier, though, you and I had a very deep conversation that it possibly goes deeper than just the U.S. government. What Can you read or tell us what your thoughts are on that? Yeah, so from one of my um, – I, I have – this one is pretty close to me. Um, I will not disclose their name, but there is something called of Kandahar. Now, if you know anything about Area 51, you know that we don't know much at all what goes in in there. Um, this Kandahar was flown out in that area, around Area 51. It's basically a drone. Well, you know, video of it was found. Well, someone recorded a video, posted it online. I do not know what happened to that person, however. that, However, though, Area 50 has military equipment. So it, it goes a lot deeper than just government-wise. It goes into the military and throughout the whole world. Um, you have... You know, it, with the whole Taliban thing, we we already know that this was predicted, that they would, that as soon as we leave or start pulling out, Taliban will take over, the ANA will surrender, the Afghan government would give up, and as soon as we leave, they're going to start their killings. You know, this was something that was able to be predicted quite early on. Um, there was reports of chatter between Taliban and the supposed ISIS-K. ISIS-K has been if not completely wiped out in Iraq. Um, so, I mean, it, it's a deception game. Um, I do want to mention real quick, however, I, it deals with everything right now. I want to mention Biden's approval rating. January 23rd, 2021, his approval rating was 53, and his disapproved rating was 36. The highest it got was 55 for his approval rating. His approval rating now is 47.2%. His disapproval rating is 47.6%. That, that's pretty big. And, you know, he's not going, he doesn't really know what's going on, but, you know, we all know, hopefully we all know that there's more behind the doors than we see. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and here's another thing. The RQ-170, uh, the Air Force of Kandahara, has been flying since 2005 over a combat zone, but details about this secretive aircraft are still rather. So, you know, the, the really bad part about it is that we know that these things have been out there since 2005, and his approval ratings are dropping. Mm-hmm. So be, that being said, Josh, I mean, we got to look at this from a point of angle. Do you think that this has a little bit more to do with just Illuminati the Bilderberg groups being wanting control, money, power, and greed, or do you think it's just Biden's really that stupid? I, I think there's more going on. Uh, I, I do admit, yeah, Biden really fully aware what's going on, and I wouldn't say he's that smart, but there's definitely something more going on. He he can be easily manipulated. Um, I do want to mention something about the Beast of Kandahar. In China, I believe it's China, they have an actual Beast of Kandahar. This is not good. I just got a message from Scott from, according to The Hill, 
because I was looking at 538, but according to The Hill, Biden's approval rating poll is rating at 41% as of 11 hours. But, I mean, yeah, uh, China has... Yeah, and that's good. And we got to real quick read some comments here on the chat here. Uh, It said when somebody just posted, Romeo, it's sad world when Biden takes credit for everything like of what Trump's plans taking the troops out and the vax. It is sad. It's really disgraceful when you see a president with no brains and, and zero thought capacity for not just America, but every other country out there. He doesn't care about the troops, and he's pushing the vaccine. But when Trump was in office, Trump wasn't pushing it. He was just saying, okay, we can make that option. And here's another one. When the fallen troops came home, he wasn't there. But you know what's really also sad is, like you said, Josh, not only that China's got the same aircraft, but China Biden is watching his watch as every troop goes by. That's disgraceful when you agree. Oh, I completely agree. And uh, I do want to real, real fast. Um, So, yeah, with you know, we all know the vaccine started happening under Trump. Kamala and Nancy Pelosi both said they will not take it under Trump. Since Biden gets in office, they're pushing it to be taken. So, I mean, there, there's some you got to say something about that. Um, Scott just messed and said that the Feast of Kandahar, aka the Lockheed Martin RQ-170, costs six million dollars. Six million dollars. I want y'all to think about six million dollars yeah. of. Advanced military, uh, advanced military UAV unmanned aerial, aerial vehicle is one is in China, and we still don't know too much about this uh, UAV. And I mean, it, it is relative, but I mean, to us, that's not cheap at all. No, it's not. But look at it this way: I mean, the U.S. owes China one point eight trillion dollars or more. But how did they get that? Because if if China didn't get the money from the U.S., the bigger question is where did it get the money? Where were they able to come up with the funds to doing it? Because what we know is that, okay, China makes stuff at cost, cheap parts, and cheap labor. So that's already know and established that China is basically the backing point for the U.S. and whatever we need, they can give it to us. But how in the heck are they able to come up with $6 million when the U.S. hasn't give, given them, I don't think, a single penny uh, out of that $1.8 billion, or excuse me, $1.8 trillion money debt that we owe them? That weird. Where do you think China would come up with that money within that amount of time? Do you think it's possible that the government is giving them money? But not giving them that $1.8 trillion in full, but only helping them be able to keep their military going? Or what, Josh? I would like to know. I'm kind of curious on that. Yeah, so, yeah, so a lot of the money our government receives is from taxpayers and loans. That's one of the reasons why we're so much in debt. Uh, China, they have a lot of companies over there paying to have their factories there and you know, and they're paying them to continue to make these these products. 
So China, I mean, you got to admit, man, China's making money from from all around the world, and I, yeah, we we probably are paying them to stay in there, but we're not paying them enough because they keep giving us loans, huge amounts of loans, and China knows, well, if we get rid of them, we're not ever going to see that money back. We're never going to get that money back. So they they're trying to stay in business as long as they can with America so they can rack up more money, even more than what they gave the U.S. So now the U.S., uh, it's called interest, right? You take a loan from mm-hmm. the bank, you pay them back, you got to give them. That's what they're doing right now. Um, well, and you want to know something just messaged weird. me again. Well, hold on. You, you want to know something really what? weird. August 6th, the U.S. News article, House Speaker Nancy Pelosi, Nancy Nancy, the Wicked Witch of the West, uh left the doors open for a possible coronavirus vaccine mandate on Capitol Hill, saying the rules could change once the vaccine gains full approval, just like you're saying, Josh Pelosi's wavering full of whether provisions she dreams up at the moment. Uh, this is this is terrible, because looking at all of this happening, the U.S. is basically being pushed to mandate the back. The U.S. is possibly given a little allowance to the the Chinese communists and helping them with their, you know, their little militia. The world is getting screwed. But what is the U.S. doing about it? Nothing, right? So what what is it? That, but many changes. Yeah. But Nancy has. But here, you know, what's really funny is that. But uh, Nancy. But Nancy has changed her mind whenever she wants, so you could possibly change your mind again and continue to change your mind with then few seconds or a few hours. So she's just like Joe Biden. She doesn't know how to keep herself organized. This is something that we yeah. have to so, think. But Nancy changed her mind whenever yeah. she wants on COVID world affair, national laws, etc., I think this is just a disgrace. What is your thought on it? Well, I completely agree. Um, so, you know, we're, we're trying to they, – they were trying to get to the bottom of where COVID came from once Biden was in office. Fauci flips, flip-flopping Fauci, Nancy Pelosi flips around, Biden flips around, I'm sure Saki flips around. What's weird is China reportedly owns chunks of Manhattan. And if you think about it, Manhattan's what, New York? Correct, Romeo? You know, that, that's another thing, Josh, that you were saying is, yeah, Nancy has control of the house and everything, but does that really mean that she's going to be able to have full, full control? No. It has to go through each Senate, yeah. and for her decision to be made, she can say, yeah, I want to put this into consideration, but will it be possible that it will go through? Man, depends on how the Republicans and the Democrats see it. So for everything that's going on, and you're yeah. saying a lot of stuff too, Josh, but also keep in mind, though, that when you, it's like you're trying to play chess with somebody that only played checkers. Nancy Pelosi has played checkers for her whole entire life, and all she's good at, okay, she's a professional and an expert at everything, when she's not. She's basically has no experience and no ability experienced at anything at all so yeah i want to make a connection real quick with that i was gonna say so with china owning chunks of manhattan manhattan's in new york statue liberties in manhattan 
when people, well, it's not in New York. So when people think of America, they think of Statue of Liberty. Well, you know, New York has quite a bit of control despite their size, quite a bit of history and all that. Well, if you think about it, Nancy's kind of taken that history and all that thing. Hey, rules for, for you, not for me. Listen to what I say, not what I do. Because, you know, she, she's been pushing mask mandates, and she'll, she'll wear a mask on, you know, when she's talking, and afterwards, you know, she'll take it off, and she'll congregate with everyone, like, right next to them. And it, it's, it's one of those things, you know. It's, for us, we can't, we can't support China. But, oh, we have to follow their rules? But they don't have to follow their rules. You know, it's just weird. The fact that they, they switch around so much, and they they say, "Oh, these are our enemies." Really about our enemies, you know. And I saw an article that was uh, linked in recent COVID reports on right wing media, and we still don't have guts. Say China was either sloppy or consciously hazardous COVID research. We still have to wait for kind of. You know, for trying to say, uh, I, I'm going to have to do a Scott Hum impression here. And, and Scott, i got to put you on the line for this. Are you ready for my little impression of you, Scott? Oh, no. Oh, here it goes. We're just waiting for China to say, well, <laughs> gee, sorry. Trying to be organically conscientious about this. But, I mean, we made a boo-boo. We're sorry. What do you think, Scott? Was that good or what? Yeah. Well, I'd take it one step further. I mean, you know, we didn't want to tell you, but, hey, we had to get the air conditioning fixed a couple of years after the, you know, the institute, the research area before it, you know, it had been going on for a couple of years. We had to get everything fixed. We didn't want to, you know, kind of let everybody know about that. And, you know, those oopsies we had, the people getting sick, well, we've been kind of hoping the media in the West wouldn't make mention of that, you know, last November, a couple of years ago. Thank you guys for not saying much about that. Oh, and uh, we'll be sending you some takeout from your nearest Chinese restaurant to say thanks. I'm saying Wong there. You know what? I love that. I I love that. It's really odd is, you know, they're saying it came from a bat and then, you know, it's actually coming from this research lab and, you know, they've been getting paid gain of function research and, you know, COVID, it kind of is just like the flu. And it has a higher survival rating than the flu, but I mean, it's like, oh, we're going to accidentally release this. Mm -hmm. And I say accidentally, but. Yeah. Yeah. But real quick, we do have to go on break. I do appreciate you, boys. And Shaniqua is going to be throwing you a text on Messenger. You might want to check it out. And Josh, I hope you stick around, you guys, because uh, we got a lot more to talk about. And of course, We'd love to hear what you guys say on our YouTube channel, Romeo Hill. But if you'd love to join, call in at right 5806. And no, I am not Scott Hum. I'm just Romeo trying to act like Scott Hum. 
but we will. Orcas are wonders of nature, and now more than ever, we need to help them stay that way. Our Puget Sound orcas are also an endangered species, and that means stepped-up enforcement of special rules to view them. Stay at least 200 yards from orcas. Keep out of their path and never feed them. Check the National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration guidelines to help protect all marine mammals at BeWhaleWise.org. A message from the NOAA Fisheries Office of Law Enforcement and Cairo 7. Hey, John, would you consider traveling to another planet if it was possible? Yeah, it depends on what time the bus leaves, Chuck. You're a real ground lover. <laughs> but you still want to tell everyone about the benefits of space technology. Sure, because they're so down to earth. Like the search and rescue satellites now in orbit around the planet. These high-flying listening posts can pick up signals from the emergency rescue beacons carried on airplanes and ships. When a boat capsizes or a plane goes down, the satellite locks onto its distress signal. And relays its position to local search and rescue teams who go into action using the satellite to guide them to within a few miles of the site, even in the most remote areas. This worldwide emergency network has already saved over 800 lives. What's going on up there is helping all of us down here. Space technology. This is what's in it for you. Everyone knows that NASA works hard to keep its astronauts safe in space. But did you know that spin-offs from space technology are saving lives here on Earth every day? NASA-funded research created rocket-powered parachutes that can save entire airplanes along with their pilots and passengers. A life raft originally designed for the Apollo missions has saved hundreds of sailors stranded at sea. And a tiny cardiac pump developed with the help of technology used to design rocket engines has extended the lives of hundreds of patients with failing hearts. NASA's innovation even led to personal locator beacons, which have helped save more than 30,000 sailors, pilots, and adventurers in distress worldwide. Together with its partners, NASA continues to develop technologies that protect life, both in space and on Earth. There's more space in your life than you think. Learn more at NASA.gov. back and we are looking at a pretty lopsided matchup, Jim. That's right, Ron. I mean, in one corner we've got a 175-pound guy and in the other, a 6,000-ton heavyweight train? Jim, this guy has no idea what he's getting himself into. It's no contest. Every day, people tempt fate and die trespassing on railroad tracks. See tracks, think train. Back on the Romeo show. Sorry for the little uh, break cluster double. Got to throw some commercials in at least because, you know, our rules and policies. But, Josh, you brought up uh, a good point, and I do love trains. So, you know, I couldn't help because Joe Biden's whole policy is like a train wreck, if you uh, pardon the expression. (laughs) Uh, gee, I, I I feel like Scott sometimes. But besides this, let's get back to you, Josh. Uh, what you know, Nancy Pelosi and Elon Omar and all the have played this whole thing out 
Um, and it's just, oh, kind of a, really think that this was just a little whoop, or do you think this was purposefully done? You know, I'm going to go to that train wreck joke that you, that horrible train wreck joke you did and Dave that, uh, that train, train commercial. That's, I, I'm going to put his administration, basically him, his, they're all walking onto a train track as a train's coming. They see the train. They hear the train. I'm sure they know what they're doing. I mean, the easiest way to destroy a civilization not only is to focus on gender and, and well, divide everyone, but it's it's like them getting hit by the train and them saying, it's not our fault, you know? They're saying, it's not us. It's it's big, bad, evil Trump. No. they they They're dividing the people, and that's just what they're doing. They're they're manipulating everyone. They they know what they're doing. They they really do. And if they didn't, <laughs> I don't know how we got elected. Then hey, who who am I to judge? I'm just the journal. But yeah, it, well, it, they they know what they're doing. Well, Josh, it's like uh, you know. Go ahead. I, I it's like uh, the uh, that public service announcement Romeo played. You know, instead of sea tracks, think train or or something like that. It's, by think mess up, you know, something like that, you know. Oh, agreed completely. Yeah, exactly what it is. I mean, for crying out loud, Biden's been in the government for so long, and he he went uh, from really, you know, sw- <laughs> he, he 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 switched a lot, <laughs> and, and he hasn't really so. done much at all. <laughs> all right, keep telling yourself that. I know you voted for Biden. <laughs> yeah, no, I did not. No, I didn't. Did not did not vote for Biden. No, by no means. Look at the Chinese communists. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, man, they just I. This may be odd for me, but I'm kind of at loss of words for how messed up everything is right now. I mean, we we were a great uh, country. Really, we really were, and I mean, we're we're going downhill. Never get tired of her. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, yeah, they just we we keep going downhill. I mean, we we you, uh, this is for all my guys out there that love military stuff. We used to own the night. Our military used to own the night. We don't. Oh yeah, that. that's how bad. That's how bad things have gotten. Sorry, I don't know what I'll ever do uh, without you. Right I, I would. Show. Sorry, guys. Nicholas, I, I swear to God, I'm going to Yeah, apparently. Well, Scott, what did you do this week? Did you kick her off, Scott? I don't know. Well, anyway, guys, I'm going to have to disappear. She tried the, pulling uh, her life support. Oh, no, Scott. Yeah, really. i going to show here because uh, I'm going to go unplug Shaniqua, if you know what I mean. Oh, gee. All right. But, uh, you guys, later. Uh, thank you for having me on the show. Today. Hey, you're welcome, Scott. And go thank you for coming on. Shaniqua. Will you? Okay. Please. And take care of her bill. She ran up our power bill. Oh, who knows what she plugged in? Uh, a dildo. I, I don't know. Oh, oh no. <laughs> we, we don't uh, know. I, it wasn't uh, our fault. Well, I, I would like to ask her that, but, you know, what, what did you plug in, Shaniqua? Good question, Romeo. Yeah, Scott, uh, deal with her, please. Please, Scott, just deal with her. But anyway, though, Josh, you were, you were saying a couple of times... That uh, and we have this. Biden is a train wreck and leaves so much equipment, not bringing it back. So a lot of money over there. The so-called war is over. Yes, the war is over. Why? There. Why is our equipment still there? Yeah. So 
from what I've heard from the same military official who, you know, said that we demilitarized a little over 150 vehicles and aircraft, they he ended up also saying that we we found it and they they found it more important to bring back our people over our equipment. Well, you you can bring back both at the same time. Build back both. I mean, right? what? It doesn't take up too much space. Yeah, and this should really piss off, especially taxpayers. Um, you know, because this money is going to be taken out of our pockets to build those vehicles back up, or even replace all of them with more expensive, advanced technology. So, and, and that's a problem. I mean, we're, we're going to be spending more money now because of their carelessness. I mean. You can't really sit there and say, oh, it's okay. No, that's your money. What happened to everyone saying, I want my money? You know, people complain about taxes. Well, your taxes are going to go up. I can tell you that right now. (laughs) You're right. Well, Josh, we are about one second out from the show, but uh, I'd like to thank you for having being on the show and having you here because man it's a fresh breath air to be able to hear at least somebody recognize that there are more problems like the Bilderberg problems the Biden administration being a complete train wreck and you know that's typically how it goes around right-wing media we just have to pick up the pieces and be honest about the train wreck so Josh I hope to hear from you again yeah soon Go ahead, Josh. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, um, yeah, I, I definitely want to thank you for having me on the show, and I. Oh, really- uh, you're welcome, and we will see you next time on the Romeo Show.